this is Danielle Grouchek, founder of Canine Inspired Change. Welcome to the Canine Inspired Podcast, where we explore the connection between humans and dogs and give you tools to strengthen your bond with your dog and with your community so you can get out there and do good with your dog. Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a special guest. His name is Steve Burke. He is the chaplain at Union Gospel Mission. We have done some of our programming there. We know him from that, but we also know him because his sister is a program director and my literal savior of my everyday universe. I couldn't do this without her. So um, we're just thrilled to have you on. Welcome, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, the other thing, though, too, is you trained your dog spot through I our program. Did. Spot went through the program several years ago. Yep. So tell us why you wanted, or like what attracted you to take the class with Spot? Well, I mean, obviously with my sister working here, I knew this, that CIC was a wonderful thing. Um, so that was easy. Spot also just, she is a border collie lab mix and she just loves being around people. Yeah. And people love being around Spot, of course, right? Yeah. So, you know, what's the point in like going to work every day with all these people who are living in a building alone, mm-hmm. and then my, my dog's sitting at home alone. Right. Um, you know, so I started talking to the people. Back at the time, I was working for Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Okay. And I talked to the people there and said, you know, if I got my dog trained, could I bring her in? Mm-hmm. And started explaining what a therapy dog was. And, you know, of course, to be honest with you, pretty much everybody was really excited about it. Yeah. So um, so we did. We took the did went through the training course here and... You know, I think I learned more than Spot did. Hey, that's how it goes. Right? But Spot, well, Spot was a natural. I like to say yeah. some dogs have, like, power steering. That, <laughs> Spot has power steering. Totally. Like she just, totally. you were, but she was older. She gets it. It yep. was just, yeah. Okay. Yep. So did you then immediately start bringing her into work? And was it at Union Gospel? Yep. Or was nope. it? Okay. That Back then, yes, I did start immediately bringing her to work. And that was at Teen Challenge. Um, so back then I worked at a, at a, um, it was for people who were graduates of Teen Challenge. That was kind of a school. And so I worked there, and they came in. And then um, I didn't work there much longer. I, I switched to uh, Union Gospel Mission shortly after that. And from day one, they welcomed Spot there because yeah. she was already trained by CIC as a therapy yeah. dog. And they loved having her. And, of course, the, the guys that live there and the women just, just yeah. love when Spot comes in. Okay. We have, like, so much to talk about there. Yes. But before we do that, what... What drew you to being a chaplain? Okay, because first of all, like when I hear the word chaplain, I think like sixty-some-year-old older totally. man, you know, like kind of like the archetypical like God photos, you know, the right. gray beard, the gray hair, and all that. Yes. And just for everybody listening, Steve is not that. He is young. You are fit. You are well, attractive. I'm, you I'm are not what she's saying, but you, I like to think yes, that I am. Yeah, no, come okay. on. He's, <laughs> and he's humble, but no, like you aren't. Yeah, what, I'm not the, the stereotypes. Yes, of exactly. A chaplain, and maybe right. like we just don't know in our society what a like a chaplain yeah. is. So what? Does like what kind of schooling did you do? What yep. drew you to it? And then what a- exactly does a chaplain do? Well, it's kind of yeah, it's a great question because it's it really is you know when you think chaplain you think like you know police department or emergency scenes yeah. or military right? Mm-hmm. But um, 
No, what what drew me to it? So I'm I'm actually an alcoholic in recovery. Hey, um, right? we're in the same yes, club. Way to go. Yeah, Bill W. In fact, I just yep, I just celebrated 30 years last Dang, week. Dang, I just celebrated on, on what? what? April 19th. Yes, I celebrated 10 years awesome. on March 25th. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. We're doing great. Okay. Um, so that that didn't attract me to being a chaplain, but it attracted me to um, helping other people yeah. in recovery. They right? do good with that they, of the 12-step absolutely. groups. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's a common... There's there's faith based programs. There's not faith based programs. Mm-hmm. But even if if you just stick with the twelve steps, right. it's a spiritual malady, right. right? And so, and and a lot of people come in and they say, well, okay, so I'm not doing so well. I've been trying for years, and AA says you need a, a higher power. Yeah. Right. Yep. And of course, there's the classic. I won't go too much into this, but there's the classic. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be God. You can, yeah. you know, the doorknob. It could be a doorknob. Right. That's, That's always the, classic, the door. Right? They, listen, yeah. they always say the doorknob. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that <laughs> ironic? <laughs> so, because here's the deal. You know, if I'm out there and I'm having a bad day and I'm yeah. struggling and I pray to the doorknob, it's going to do nothing for me. I mean, right? Come it's going to be still idiots. right there, waiting for somebody to turn right. to get in the next right. room. But it's not right. going to be helping me. Right. So what I figured out early on was. A higher power means God in some sense, mm-hmm. at least. It may not be a specific faith or what mm-hmm. you, what I believed or what anybody specifically believes, but it's not just something that I get to make up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't get to make That's up ego. a higher power, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I I kind of went after the God thing and um, learned a lot about God and spent a lot of years struggling. I was sober, but still struggling in my relationship with God. And long story there, but over a course of a lot of years, um, I ended up being a chaplain, mm-hmm. and I'm still not quite sure how that happened. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm, I'm really glad because, right? Exactly. It's just kind of funny how our lives take the course that we yeah. don't necessarily plot for it, but it's actually better than what we thought it would be. Right? You know, the, I like how you put that. I ended up being a chaplain. Yeah. I mean, that's I. I get that. I, I fought see against you it a lot because, like, I ended up being a leader of a nonprofit. Totally. I'm like, wait a minute. How did this happen? I don't think I I planned on this. Exactly. So yeah, so it's been really good, you know, and I get to help people answer their questions about God. I'm not uh-huh. saying I have all the right answers, yeah. but I don't think that's my job. My job is to help them ask questions and to help them seek something that's at least not a doorknob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, not right. actually gonna help them. Um so, so that's how I became a chaplain. So what does your day to day work life look like? Um I, it's different each day, but primarily I'm teaching at least one class or and or leading a group mm-hmm. every day at, at Union Gospel Mission. I'm also sitting down one on one with uh-huh, the guys, counseling. yep, mm-hmm. and counseling, and then just you know getting to know them. Right. Yeah, helping them out where they're at. Yeah, I gotta dive in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Mark, the producer guy, but I work with Steve for a That's, few sessions yes. here at, at Union Gospel Mission with uh, Copper and his sister Kate. Wait a minute, Mark's more than the producer guy. Mark That's is right. a teacher here <laughs> at Canine Inspired Change. He volunteered volunteers for everything. He does a ton of community service. He is also an amazing musician, and just could we couldn't do what we do without Mark. So, anyways, mm-hmm. marking Mark and Mark's dog is Copper. So. Mark has led the sessions at the Union Gospel Mission, which I think is super impactful because yes. there is a there's men modeling behavior of love for animals, of sobriety, of you know, just showing up for people to other men. So, anyways, okay, take it away, Mark. Yeah, that's been one of our favorite 
sessions and all the years you've been doing is oh, working at cool. Union Gospel Mission. But just a couple of questions in general for working there and working yeah. with you and stuff is is uh, so we generally work with like let's say eight to ten men for eight to ten weeks for an hour or so whatever doing a variety of things and we see them get real comfortable with these dogs and it seems to really relax and they get a lot out of it. Um, how long? Are they there? So I was going to ask you about yeah. some oh, of the yeah. stuff that guys are, but how long are, are they generally at Union Gospel? Well, so the Union Gospel Mission has several different um, parts of the organization, and so that depends. So some of the guys, there's an emergency shelter there for homeless uh, men, and so some of those guys are there for you know one night or a meal, <laughs> right? Um, most of them are there for a week to, I think you can, you know, a month. I think you can go up to like... I don't remember if it's 30 days or 90 days now in the hotel. I can't remember. It's a lot, Some of this stuff's changed with COVID, too, of course. Um, but then they have um, transitional housing, so guys can stay there more long-term. Um, they also have a discipleship program. And then where I work, um, and I'm not the only chaplain there. There's several of us chaplains. Where I work is called the Christ Recovery Center. And so that is for guys... Um, who know that they're struggling with addiction and they're mm. willing to be open and honest about that. Mm -hmm. and they, they want change specifically with chemical addiction. And we also have a, a Naomi Center, which is a women's center and women and children. Um, so there's several parts, you know, but the women and children, the, the men in discipleship and, and the recovery programs, those guys are there anywhere from, you know, typically like six months to two to three years even. Okay. Mm. Sometimes, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Most people are there six months to a year, probably. All right. Um, what have they said about you being their chaplain and buddy of theirs and stuff? You obviously get along with those guys very well. How do, do they respond to our program down there? Well, that's, you know, honestly, it's it's hilarious because, like, <laughs> on the days I bring Spot in, everybody's like, Spot, Spot, <laughs> hey, Spot. Oh, hi, Steve. Hey, Spot, <laughs> Spot. You know, right? So, um, and that's just the way dogs are. Like, you can't yeah. take that personally, but... How they respond, you know, they they're they're always glad when I'm around. I I think for the most part, I think all of them are for the most part. But um, but when spots there, it's like a special day, you know what I mean? And so, it's it's so cool to see, um, you know, just when you walk in the door, like Spot gets so excited. When even when I'm home, Spot knows the she knows the word mission, mm. right? And the word mission is just like the word walk. No, oh, she gets so just cool. as excited when I say you want to mm -hmm. go to the mission. How huh. about how about with canine inspired change specifically? What did that? What, what yep. did they think of that? They loved it. Um, so we had several. We had several guys from the two programs: the the recovery program and the discipleship program. Um, and what was there? Five guys from each. I don't at least. Yeah, yeah at least. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and they, you know, they just couldn't wait. Like those guys. It, it was funny because I kept hearing what what we have from from. The CRC program that I'm in specifically, our guys had to go to school and then come back to CIC, and so they were a few minutes late, and they couldn't mm. like they were trying to get out of school mm. so that they didn't have to be late to see the dogs and have Aww, that cut into their so dog great. time. Yeah, uh, a story that I say I'm from a small town in Wisconsin, Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. So uh, going to Union Gospel is quite an eye-opening experience yeah, for, sure. for for me. I've lived in the cities last 20 years, so it's, it's all good now, but. But uh, I kind of describe it as this a, a favorite story of mine down there was this last fall when we all had to go through the public intake doors. Um, I showed up with my dog, Copper, and we were walking towards the door, and these big kind of husky, intimidating-looking fellas yep. walked up to us. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, I was like, oh, no. And they come up, they're kind of 
tough John Wayne-ish. They're like, mm-hmm. how's Copper's foot? And I'm like, no. oh. But because the week before, Copper and I were walking through the main gate, and she got her foot caught in the door and scalped Aww. a little bit and they were concerned about her foot. Mm. Isn't that so, sweet? Yeah, so I thought it would, that's kind of sums a, up my experience there. That's I mean, awesome. it's, that is such a testament to how dogs bring about compassion totally. in people. They're, it's just such a compassionate yep. kind of I don't know, um, interaction that they have with, because it's hard to be compassionate sometimes to people, especially if you've had really harsh dealings with people, but you're put around a dog and then you can find that compassionate piece. And there's no difference between compassion for the dog, the self, or somebody that maybe you don't agree with. It's the same like emotion there. Um, it's the dogs break through that so yeah. well. And, you know, and you get to like in a place like Union Gospel Mission, you can see it so much because, right. right, because some of those guys and some of those ladies and some of those kids are really hurt. Right. You know, some of them have been just all the lies of our society, right? We've been going through all this, you know, Chauvin trial and yeah. stuff. And so you've got, you've got African Americans and white people and Native Americans mm-hmm. and Asians, and we're all sitting in the same room while the trial's on and things like mm-hmm. that. And you can sometimes, you know, everybody gets along pretty well, but sometimes you can feel the tension. Sure. But the funny part is when like Spot walks into the room, mm-hmm. everybody's united. It's a focal everybody's point. Everybody's the same. It yep. is a focal yep. point yep. to place your. Um, it's it's actually I think fears and anxieties mm-hmm. and like beliefs which can be tough like because if I totally. have a belief that's my belief that's right that's so, my to us it's true belief. right mm-hmm. and, and a belief system is not yeah. um, is not truth it might be but it's not it's, it's something that, you know like you believe in right? right so if that's at your forefront when you're dealing yep. with somebody else like things can go weird right it can exactly. go wonky yep. but if you have you know you're trying to be therapeutic mm-hmm. you're trying to create connection if you have something to put your focus on other than your own belief system exactly. like a dog then you're like okay well i might not look like this person or even really believe what they believe but we both like this dog and there is some sort of commingling of compassion and love and focus then that allows people to coexist and and that's what we need well said daniel and see that's the magic of it because i think we all know and probably everybody that's listening to this podcast knows like you know Obviously, dogs love unconditionally, mm-hmm. right? They don't care what color our skin right, right. is or if we believe this or believe that about God or any any of mm-hmm. that stuff, mm-hmm. right? They're just going to walk up to us and, you know, mm-hmm. can you scratch me behind well, the ear? Well, let and, me just interject. Right? They probably are going to like you more if you're kind to them True. than if you're That's a good mean point. to them. Yep. But, but it's not a prejudgment no, based no, on like, our belief systems, or, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. And but the but the magic really happens because because they're willing to treat everyone the same. The magic happens, like yes. where I work, when the guys start seeing, hey, we're all the same, right? Because a dog's modeling it, right? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And guess what? You're not as just in an individual. None of us are at the mercy of. Like, oh, what's just going to happen to you in a day? Yeah. And I, I don't mean that you can control things with your mind or like thoughts become sure. things. I'm like not into that at all. Yep. Um, I was at one point, yep. and you can see like I'm a reformed <laughs> smoker with like I'm a reformed new ager. Um, yep. What I mean is that if you don't like the way things are going, or you're, you don't yeah. like your interactions with others, there are things you can Correct. do to then evoke a different yeah, you know, response different from response, people right. or a different um, experience of your you know, relationship. Absolutely. And yep. when you're training a dog, that is so apparent. Like if you just do your hand signal a little bit different, they're going to respond differently yep. to you. Yep. Um, so I, you know, it's such a powerful study the dogs bring to us. And Isn't help it? Us. Yeah. Or you're even making me think like, 
you know, like one of the things you taught me when we were training spot, but you were actually training me was just, you know, <laughs> don't, don't use the word no, right? Because that, you know, well, spot is doing what I don't want her to do, mm-hmm. but there's ways to encourage spot to yeah. do what she should do yeah. rather than tell her she's doing it wrong. Right. Right. right, right, right. Well, and yep. the reason specifically for you, by the way, because like using the word no is fine and like uh, correcting a dog is fine. But if the word no has been desensitized, yes. meaning it's yeah. just like, wah, wah, right. wah, you know what I mean? You can just change it to any other great point, like yeah. uh, sound you like ah, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then yep. but then also it's just like a kid. Then you redirect right. into the, the, the thing that you want them to do. And that's what I learned, which yeah, is yeah. awesome. Good. Yes. Well, good. I'm glad Thank you learned you. that. <laughs> I actually was thinking, Mark, too, about something you said that was really hit me powerfully. And it was, I think, after the first session you did down there and we just were, you know, connecting about, like, how to go. And mm-hmm. um, and you said, you know what, we're just all a few bad decisions away from being homeless. And if you don't have a family behind you to support you... It, this is absolute privilege that we live in and what no, these no. guys are born into like this is not a choice like this is eye-opening being a full-time musician artist for the last <laughs> 20 some years i'm well aware of a couple couple bad choices away from being there myself um steve i was hoping yeah jump in real quick if you'd share the story of how you got your dog spot oh, oh i don't know this yeah, i'm excited yeah, this is a pretty interesting yeah. story yeah so spot we you know my wife and I were recently married, and we were, t- and and she had a cat that was living with her parents. This is a long story; I won't go into all of it. But we got her cat to live with us when we were married, and then she found out that over the years that her cat wasn't with her because she was at school and couldn't have a cat there, that she developed a cat allergy. Okay. And so we had to get rid of her cat, but she didn't have a dog allergy. So we started looking around for dogs, and and long story short, I just happened to be over near Golden Valley one day. And so I stopped in at the Golden Valley Humane Society. Just stop. Just stopped in. Yeah, okay. Okay, I just wanted to say, nobody just stops in, but okay. Well, we knew we were looking <laughs> yeah, at a yeah. dog. But, you know, did we know we'd find Spot? Yeah. Of course not, sure. right? So um, so I stop in there. It's, it's two days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cleaned out, and they were all cleaned out for puppies except one. And it was Spot. And Spot had already been, she just got out on the floor that morning. She'd already been taken out of her kennel twice. But what you can do there is when you put $25 down, you can hold them for 24 hours, mm. right? And if you don't get them, then it's a donation. Mm-hmm. All right? So Win-win. I found Spot and just, of course, fell in love because she's just this sweetest little puppy. Mm. And two people already took him out, took her out, and we we're going to take her home, but they didn't put the $25 down. So I put the $25 <gasps> yeah. down. I brought Tara back the next day, and we got Spot. But the, the crazy part of the story was what we found later was she was actually from Oklahoma, and she was abused and unwanted in Oklahoma, and nothing against Oklahoma here, but uh, there's a couple things going on. They euthanize dogs rather than waiting until, in, in Minnesota, they will find a foster care or something. They don't euthanize at the Humane Society here. Mm. And the other thing is just Oklahoma is really hot, right? Mm-hmm. So black dogs aren't popular down there. Well, black and dogs Spot in general too yeah. are notoriously yeah. the ones that it's are. It's really sad. Yeah, it really yep. is. Yep. And and so and Spot's border collie lab, like I said, but from a distance she looks like a lab. She's mm-hmm. just all black. So so she was this unwanted dog from Oklahoma that was on death row. And then somebody mm. from Minnesota with a wonderful heart drove down there, picked up a few dogs, mm-hmm. brought them back, and so we got the sweetest little Christmas Aww, present ever. Christmas dog spot. Yep. <laughs> so do you, um, 
do you notice like when you're having a counseling session with uh, one of the guys? So first of all, mm-hmm. let's just say all of these people that so it's mostly men. Would you say where I work? It's all men. It's all yep. men. The so mission does yep different building for okay. stuff. Yep. Okay. So where you work, it's all men. And so mm-hmm. would you say the majority of the men ha- are having some sort of a substance abuse issue or mental health issue? Yes. Yeah, so where I work, everybody's got a substance okay. abuse. And in the other building, um, I mean, there's no doubt that most people abuse it. Now, whether they're chronically addicted like you and I were, sure. um, there's some debate there. I, mm. you know, But let's be honest, when you, when you start using to the point that you end up homeless. Right. Usually there's something going on. Sure. Right? Okay. Yep. So this is your so you're counseling men mm-hmm. who have addiction issues who are now homeless. These are Yeah, some of the, some of the guys that come here just again to clarify cuz I know some of these guys are going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Not everybody that I work with is homeless, mm-hmm. but but yeah. many of them are. Yeah. You know, okay. and, and all of them have chemical addiction issues. Okay. Yeah. So shout out to all the guys. Right What's on. up guys? Hey guys. We see I see you. <laughs> okay. Um so when you're working with them and you ha- do you notice the difference with oh, yeah. when Spot is there or when she's not? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, what do you see? So even even like I said, even in the hallways, people want to want to talk more. They want to mm-hmm. stay more. They uh, they all want to pet the dog because of Spot's you know abuse that we were talking about when she was a little puppy. She's still got some trauma, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times, even though Spot desperately wants to be there with the guys mm-hmm. she'll walk just out of arm's reach mm, uh-huh, you know uh-huh. she'll walk down the middle of the hall with guys the sitting on both zone. sides of the hall yeah mm-hmm. she's got a big personal space bubble mm-hmm. you know but um but they're all trying to pet her all the yeah. time and things like that you know and then where i really notice it is when she's in my office mm-hmm. and we're doing a one-on-one uh-huh. because it's there's you know it's it's Probably the guys don't realize it, and they're maybe hearing me say this for the first time, but when they're in my office on days that Spot's in there mm-hmm. versus days when Spot's not in there, mm-hmm. they're just so much more relaxed. They're yeah. so much more open. They, they, right. they feel like there's maybe less judgment. There's more love in the world. Right. And, you know, and it just it, subconsciously somehow it just really makes a difference to have that dog right. there. Um, even when you were talking about Spot walking down the center of the mm-hmm. hallway, like that is a really... Um, profound lesson to teach to people too in that you are allowed to claim your personal space you are allowed to get what you need you are allowed to say hey i need space and also then when somebody does that to you then you should respect that and dogs just do it without words you know it's so powerful isn't it and and again she's modeling it for the guys right it's so cool how god worked that out because here's here's a puppy that had a rough puppyhood right yep. and now she's you know now she's in a place where she's growing and she's learning and just like yeah. the guys you know she's she's overcoming some of her past and some of her fears but she gets to model to all of us me included right. that like that's okay right we have all got some things to overcome yeah, in life right for sure all right well mark do you have any other brooding questions i think we're good just looking forward to get back to union gospel oh, thank you for having us yeah. copper and i have really really enjoyed it i'm glad we did this podcast yeah. so people can get a behind the look yeah, what we do down there, what you do down there, what the experience is like bringing our dogs down to Union Gospel, for sure. Well, thanks for letting me talk, and, and thanks for bringing the dogs down. If there's of supporters course. of CIC listening to this, thank you for your support. Because yeah. I'm serious. I'm telling you what CIC does. We've Somebody else now that works at, at the mission 
is is training her dog. Gina, well, Gina. I'm working on getting yes. her on the podcast too. She's a oh, therapist cool. there, so, so you, you guys know. will probably hear from her. But yeah, it's yeah. growing, and there's going to be more dogs there, which means there's going to be more unconditional love there. Yes, and we're more, gonna keep yeah. it keep it rolling. Well, because the Union Gospel Mission is a nonprofit as well, it is. right? Yep. So if you want to support the Union Gospel Mission, you can go on, you know, find them easily on ugmtc.org. There you go. Yep. And if you want to support us, there's we'll put links in the show yep. notes. Um, but organizations like ours both you uh, union gospel mission and canine inspire change we are here to service our community we're here to help people that need help and we're here to connect people to each other so and we really do depend on the community support so whether it's if it's just sharing the podcast or if you do have uh, funds to donate or if you want to train your dog or um if you know somebody that would be a great podcast guest, you know, we really do want to hear from you. Um, this is a big community. We just want to keep connected to each other because we're not that different. That's right. <laughs> All right. So thanks so much, everybody, for being here with us. And I just want to say uh, Mark Sterry has a Bill Murray T-shirt on right now, <laughs> and it is amazing. And I have Stevie Nicks T-shirt on. And CRC. Yes, Christ Recovery shirt. Steve has a Christ Recovery shirt on. Just so y'all know what our T-shirts look like. I don't know. You could have went forth throughout your day without knowing that. So, all right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to us. We really appreciate you. We see, I see you. You matter. And until next time, get out there and do good with your dogs. Bye.